welcome back to another week of the Rev MD podcast. I am so excited about this week's topic. It's a little less technical than what I'm typically doing, but a client asked me earlier this month how they should really be thinking and setting goals for their practice and improving on their billing process. And as an executive in a large company and owner of a small business, you guys know that I am all about goals and truly thinking about how we grow our professional and our personal lives. And really, in my opinion, and really truly how I practice my own life, both professionally and personally, there is no better way to improve your practice without first thinking about where you want to go and making a really solid plan on how to get there. And so I'm going to tailor this week's message and this week's discussion around setting those billing goals so that you can truly crush 2023. And so today we're really going to be talking about how this applies to medical billing, some ideas and some structure that you guys can think about. And I want you guys to walk away with a couple strategies that's going to allow you to set those intentions for this year so that you can understand, okay, how am I going to get there? Where do I want to go? What are some ways that I can start planning that out? And then truly being able to look back at the end of the year and accomplish those goals. So first things first, we're going to, again, talk about those four strategies, right? The four things that are going to help you have that best year yet, but we're going to frame this in the conversation around medical billing. We can have personal goals for our lives, right? Game night with my kids is one of mine. Or we can have goals and intentions that we set for other areas. You know, I'm going to work out three days a week, you know, whatever. And those are all great. But I want us to put ourselves in the shoes of being practice owners, overseeing, you know, the healthcare that we provide for our patients and frame that in a way of the revenue that we're generating in our practices. And that can be, you know, things like controlling your expenses and your supplies and understanding your productivity when it comes to different areas or different types of patients that you see or different staff members. And that's all great. And so you can frame this in in different ways, right? When you think about revenue and you think about finances, um, you know, your ability to have a net profit in your company is going to depend in two areas, right? Revenue, what's coming in, and expenses, what's going out. And so, you know, as you're thinking about, gosh, you know, I want to grow my revenue this, this year, I want you to really think in those two buckets. Okay. Money coming in, money coming out, and you can start crafting goals around each of those different areas. So first things first, the first strategy when it comes to setting intentions and goals for the year is you have to have a clear vision of why you're setting this goal and what that goal is. You know, for goals to be successful, they have to be specific. We can't just say, I, you know, I just want better billing. That's all I want. I just want better billing. I want more revenue. Okay, great. How much better revenue? Where in the billing process do we want to work on? So again, goals don't have to be complicated, right? We don't have to get fancy about it. So, but they have to be specific because you have to be able to start taking a goal and breaking it down into bite-sized pieces, right? So, okay, I want my revenue to grow by 10%. Okay, let's be a little bit more specific. How are we going to look at revenue? Are we going to look at expenses? Are we going to look at, you know, stuff that's coming in, right? And when I say revenue, I was thinking that profit, but you guys get the idea, right? So we've got 
revenue coming in, we've got expenses coming out, and you've got your net profit. So some examples you can think about when you're trying to think about your practice and you're thinking about your billing process that allow you to be specific. Well, um, you know, number one, I want to start reviewing my billing metrics each month. Okay, that's specific. That's something that you can have a concrete plan around and work towards. Uh, Another idea is I want my revenue, right, the money coming in to grow by 10% this year. Okay, how are we going to do that? And then that leads us into meeting with our office manager and understanding where's our revenue today, right? We have to have a starting point. Where's revenue today? And then a plan to say, okay, what impacts our revenue, right? Is it new patients? Is it current current billing process? What are the levers that I can move around in order to get my revenue to grow by 10%? And again, this doesn't need to be in isolation. It's not, you know, you, the CEO of the practice or the practice owner doing this by yourself. It's trying to understand, okay, where are we today? Where do I think we can get to? And they can be stretch goals. They can be things you're going to power towards, but it's identifying, you know, an, an end goal and then breaking that up into chunks so that you can start saying, okay, here are the the levers, here are the things that impact my revenue and which of these do we want to focus on? And you guys know we can't focus on everything at the same time. So you got to got to have a couple, you know, two or three things. And again, this doesn't all need to be revenue based. This is just an example. So again, the key here is that there's a goal that is specific, it is crystal clear, and you have some idea of why you're doing it, right? You have something that motivates you that you're excited about that you're like, gosh, if I meet that goal, this is what's going to happen in my life, or this is what's going to happen in my practice. And so there has to be, you know, something that kind of helps you motivate you and get you jazzed about this goal. And again, you can always do this with your family life. You can do this with your health, but this is truly a way that I would say for your billing specifically, right? If you're running a private practice, have one of those goals be billing specific. And for some of you, that may be, I want to sit down with my biller each month and review my metrics like we do with all of our clients. Or it may be, gosh, I just need to understand why our accounts receivables out of hand and get that below benchmark. Or it could be, I want to sit down and figure out how to grow my revenue based on uh, new patient visits. And I want to use my billing data to guide me to understand how many new patient visits do I have this month and what do I want that growth to look like in six months? And then how am I going to impact the growth of those new patient visits? So those are just some ideas. Another idea is, hey, I want to review my denials, get an understanding of what percentage my denials are at, understand what is causing those denials and see if I can get those denials within benchmark, right? Make sure that your percentage of denials is on benchmarks, which is below 10%. Bottom line is you are making your goals specific, again, with a passion behind them, right? Something that gets you excited and something that then you can take and break apart into many projects that are going to help you progress quarter over quarter, within each week, little things that you can do to add upon this. And so, you know, once you, you know, as the owner of the practice, once you kind of have that idea of, okay, this is going to be that goal I'm going to focus on, then it's time to sit down with your team and go, okay, where are we? And let's bite this, bite size this goal. So if this is something that's new for you or your practice, you may want to start small, right? Pick one or two. If you're kind of used to doing this sort of thing and you've done it before, I would just encourage you to pick one of those goals to be something billing related. Again, AR, denials, 
something that impacts that revenue or gross um, gross revenue or your net profit. All right, number two, right? Second strategy in order to crush 2023, daily action. And learned this from Dr. Una. You guys know, huge fan of her. Uh, if you haven't checked her out, Entree MD um, podcast. But when you take your these annual goals, right? We figured out, okay, I'm going to go after looking at my metrics every month, or I'm going to go after getting my AR over 90 days to be less than 20%. Okay, let's go off with that example. AR over 90 days, I want to get it less than 20%. How am I going to do that? So then you kind of chunk that goal to say, okay, where am I today with my AR over 90 days? As you guys know, this is that older AR, accounts receivable. It's the amount of money you've charged, right? You've put charges out there, but you haven't been paid yet. And so that AR bucket can be either insurance or patient related. And so the first thing, if that's going to be your goal for this year, right? Okay. So that's going to be my goal this year. First things first is going to be, okay, I need to actually see where I'm at, right? What's my metric? I'm going to sit with my biller and I'm going to understand, okay, where are we today? And then I'm going to take that goal and I'm going to split it up into mini activities or mini projects that I can accomplish each quarter to get that down. Right. And so the the first month may be just understanding where you're at, right? Understanding the AR, what aging buckets it's at, looking at the benchmarks and saying, okay, why my AR over 90 days is greater than 20%, maybe it's 40%. And then we're going to say, okay, let's break that up into two buckets. We got patient and we got insurance. And now we're going to go after each of those buckets. And again, that doesn't all have to happen in one month. Let's pick a little mini project every month to get us to the point where at the end of the year, you're looking at your AR going, gosh, it looks pretty good. My AR over 90 days is less than 20%. And again, you know, AR can balloon up for a number of different reasons. We're not staying on top of your denials. You're not staying on top of your posting. Um, there could be issues with, you know, the bandwidth of your team or the knowledge of your team or the coding. So there's a number of different reasons that kind of result in AR that tends to grow. So you got to kind of get to the point of where am I now and why am I there and come up with a plan to get there. If it's patient AR, then, you know, how am I training my first, you know, my front office staff to collect patient payments and how am I getting, you know, them educated so they can speak about co-pays and deductibles and co-insurance. And so again, you know, that's, that's how you're going to kind of create these many plans. So then you can say, okay, my, this month I'm going to focus on this and then I'm going to break that down into, okay, each week I'm going to try and do, you know, X, Y, and Z. And again, be specific, but it's about this often action, right? You, daily action, weekly action. And I know that may not be daily every day, especially for, you know, practice owner who's seeing patients with a full load, but we've got to get a plan together and say, okay, here's how I'm going to chunk this up into many bite-sized pieces. And here's how I'm going to hold both myself and my team accountable in order to get this done. Now, do you guys, you know, ever look around at people and think, gosh, they're so lucky. They have everything that they want and dream and, you know, their practice is working or their business is booming. And you kind of look at them and you go, well, how do I get there? Guys, I, and I truly believe this, luck has nothing to do with what you want in life. I, I, I just don't believe that it is luck. I believe it is truly creating things that you can take action on and taking action every single day and holding yourself accountable, holding others around you accountable and being able to really 
you know, look back and see what went right and what went wrong. Of course, there's going to be setbacks, there's going to be challenges, but you have to just keep taking action and then learning from those mistakes and setbacks, and then kind of changing course, and then again, continuing to move on. So again, kind of back to that annual goal that you started talking about, and we're going to use our example of the AR over 90 days. So that's going to be something where you can say, okay, these are going to be how I break this goal up over the next 12 months. And maybe you chunk it up into quarters. And this is how I'm going to you know, meet with my team and get a plan together and hold people accountable and meet often so that you can say, am I making progress? Am I not making progress? Why or why not? And so those are going to be kind of ways you can start framing your goal into early and often actions. All right. Number three, regular review. Now that you have your annual goal, right? You have this plan of how you're going to start accomplishing. You've met with your team. You've started creating action items that each week people are going to work on. You've delegated, okay, who's in charge of what part of this? And then it's time to make sure you're actually reviewing and documenting that progress. And I truly mean writing it down, right? So once you've got your plan and you you got your goal and you, you've figured out, okay, this team member is going to work on this part and we're going to meet monthly, then it's time to really kind of keep meeting notes or, you know, plan notes so that you start seeing, okay, this is what we're working on. This is what I've done so far. This is the impact that is having. And with that impact, then you're able to say, did it work or not? Right. Cause you're measuring and AR is a great example. Cause guess what? You get new data points every single day. I certainly don't think it's necessary to monitor that every day, but you get new data points so you can keep track of, okay, this month we're going to try this with the patient AR and we're going to be calling patients with balances between $20 and $50. And look, our patient AR decreased 10% this month. Okay, great. That's working. Okay, now let's keep doing that and uh, get that down to where we need to and then shift gears to, okay, we have this many denials because we have some coding errors. Maybe it's time for a coding audit. And that way you can start preventing those errors while you're managing the denials. So you can see how as you get data, you plan, you you know create some actionable things that you and your team are going to do. You see if it causes an impact. Yes, it does. Or no, it doesn't. Change course. And you kind of just keep on going. And I know some of you guys may be thinking I'm crazy um, because it is a lot of work, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to get to the end of the year and you're going to say it wasn't busy work. It was actionable. I see results and look, we are actually improving our business. And so, yes, it does take work to run a medical practice or any business for that fact, but it, you know, it is something that you're going to get back and you're going to go, gosh, I'm so proud of this. It's worked really well. Or, hey, this didn't work, but we changed course and we did this. And so again, reviewing both your wins and your challenges is key to this. And that is going to work extremely well with, with data that you can see. And that's the good thing about billing data is it's all there. All of your billing data is there. You may not be looking at it, but it's all there. And so you can have this regular process and regular review of saying, okay, here's how I'm going to get a plan around this and is what I'm doing making an impact. And your team is going to get just about this. And maybe you have some sort of, you know, bonus or something that you give to the team that you kind of delegate this to or work with to say, Hey, we're going to work on this together. Here's, you know, a patient AR bucket and you get the front desk involved and you say, Hey, you know, if we can start collecting 90% of what we want to collect each day and, you know, we're going to, you know, want to make sure that 
at the end of the year or the end of the month, if the front office desk did collect the 90% of their co-pays and co-insurance and deductibles, is there a way to reward them? And I know that information is not always super easy. We have one practice um, that actually prints off you know, the day sheet of what they are seeing from the patients that day. So in their EMR, they pull the day sheet. Okay, here's all the patients I'm seeing. And they literally, you know, check them off. Okay, you know, they'll have the eligibility information because you guys listened to my podcast last week and you guys know the importance of doing an eligibility check. So you're doing the eligibility check, you know what their copay is, and you've got 100 patients you're seeing today. And you know that 90 of them, their copays were collected. And again, there's not always a great report for this. Sometimes that's manual. But if you have a problem with patient a- patient AR, this may be you know worth it for you. If you don't have a problem with patient AR, don't pick that as your goal. That's just a waste of everybody's time. So again, your goals need to make sense for what's going on in your practice, right? Of course. Um, nobody wants to waste time. Nobody has time for that. All right. Last but not least, number four. What rituals are you going to get into a routine with, right? A rhythm so that you can accomplish these goals. So for me this past year, I actually, last year I was doing all of my goals and stuff on the computer. So I was in OneNote and I was writing down, okay, here's the three things I'm going to focus on. Here's the progress each month. But what I found myself doing was I'd get down there and I'd start answering emails and then I'd start, you know, fixing this or doing that. And, and I wasn't actually dealing with the goals or reviewing the goals or planning for the goals. And so I just with them was working and then I'd have to find other times that I was actually going to work and plan all the goals and work so that I could lead our team. And that's, you know, lead my team during the, you know, my day job or lead, you know, our team for the billing. And so I really had to sort out, okay, here's the time I'm going to work on goals. And, and I actually moved and I know it's going to sound silly, but I moved to a paper planner, something that I could actually, you know, write in without my email staring at me going, gosh, I need to answer those emails. So that was one thing and one ritual that I changed and I'm implementing this year so that I can spend, you know, 10 minutes in the morning before my kids wake up with a cup of coffee and I'm sitting there going, okay, you know, what does my week need to look like? What does my quarter need to look like? What do my goals need to be? And it's 10 minutes alone and it's quiet and it's lovely. And I do actually the same thing you know, when I start my day job, what do I need to get done this week? What did I get done yesterday? What do I need to refocus on today? What meetings do I have? And that just kind of allows me to get into the the mindset that, okay, here's the most important things that I'm going to work on today, because that aligns with the goals that I set for the year and for the quarter and for the week. And so those have to be the things that I start first. And if I don't get those things done, then, you know, my day can't end. Now, of course, that's never perfect. And my day is never perfect. Far from it. Right. And so sometimes like today, I didn't do all the things that I wanted to do today. So there was one, you know, big thing that I'm gonna have to do tomorrow. But, you know, in general, it kind of helps me focus. And that ritual may be at the end of the workday to go for a walk or go for an exercise or go do something to clear my head. And if you have small kids at home, that may not be a realistic. It may be 10 minutes after the kids go down. Finding some ritual that allows you to be in the right headspace so that you can focus and do a good job when you do have to be focused and either seeing patients or, you know, running companies or running businesses or running, you know, large hospital systems. It all matters the same, right? I've got a goal and I'm going to focus on it. I'm going to put it into bite-sized chunks and I'm going to then take 
often and frequent action on those goals. I'm then going to sit down and regularly review my progress. I'm going to do that with my team. I'm going to do that, you know, even on my own time so that I can kind of reset and re-energize and find those little rituals that allow me to be refreshed and be focused. And so again, these are just four strategies that I think if you spend some time, maybe right after you get off with this podcast and you write down, okay, where am I now with my practice? Where do I want to be with my practice at the end of the year? And how am I going to get there? And again, it's about specific goals, just saying, oh, you know, I really want better billing and I just hope all the billing gets better. It's not going to work. Okay. And so you've got to figure out, okay, what's going wrong with my billing today? And how is that measured today? And where do I want it measured and to be in 12 months? And then I'm going to bite-size that with my team and go, okay, I need to change these things. And I'm going to do that by taking these steps. And then I'm going to review that monthly with my team. And I'm going to measure that often. And we're going to look at our project plan and go, okay, we've done these. This worked. This didn't. And I'm going to make those changes so that in 12 months, a little less than 12 months, but in 12 months, I'm going to look back and go, you know what? My AR over 90 days isn't at 40% anymore. It's at 15%. It's at 20%. I'm doing great. And this is how I did to get there. So that is my request this week, right? So I want everybody to walk away with what are going to be my goals for my billing, for my practice, right? You can do this for your health as well, right? You can do this with your family time. You can do date nights. And for me, it's game night with my kiddo, uh, my kiddos. I have two of them. One likes games. The other one really could care less. But so that's going to be, you know, a goal I'm going to set for them. So that is my suggestion. Um, let's walk away with a goal that we're going to work, work on this year, specifically around your billing so that you can crush 2023. And again, if you guys are struggling with where your metrics are, or what your goals should be, reach out info at nationalrevenueconsulting.com. We're happy to set up a call and meet with you and try and help you get an understanding of where things are today and where you need to get to. And as always, we do have a Facebook group called Rev, R-E-V-M-D. And that actually isn't the name of our company. I know um, it is confusing. Our name of our company is National Revenue Consulting. We have a website, nationalrevenueconsulting.com. But the Facebook group, RevMD, if you guys are on Facebook, uh, come join us. We talk about you know things like this, um, problems that are going on with your billing company or your billing process in general, and help provide some recommendations and solutions, credentialing, et cetera. So come join us, Facebook group RevMD, or shoot us an email at info at nationalrevenueconsulting.com if you have any questions. And I hope you guys have a lovely weekend. All right, talk to you soon.